There's a lot of videos on the internet and elsewhere, a lot of articles, a lot of chatter around the internet with people talking about the secrets of how to stay together, how to make love last, how to preserve and protect a long-term relationship. In today's video, I'm going to tell you what I believe to be maybe the number one way people can truly stay together in a long-term relationship over many years. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been working one-on-one -on -one with thousands of men and women from all over the world, helping them overcome jealousy and possessiveness in their relationships, and often save their relationships. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, or you'd like more information about my work, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. By the way, guys, before I get into this, if you've been watching the videos on my channel for a while, if you want more videos from me, if you want me to keep doing this, please do take a minute to let me know. If you like this video, if you want more content like this, please be sure to click the like button below, comment, subscribe, share, all that stuff. I know it's obnoxious, every YouTuber always makes these requests, but the truth is there's a reason behind it. The more you engage with my content by clicking the like button, commenting, sharing, subscribing, the more the YouTube algorithm promotes my stuff. So every time you see a video from me, if you want me to do more of them, please do like, comment, subscribe, share, and all that good stuff. Okay, shameless self-promotion out of the way. Years ago, probably about five or six years ago, I was in a coffee shop having a conversation with some close friends of mine, this couple, they're about 10 years older than me, been in a relationship for many years. And crucially, they're one of those couples where they come off as good role models. They've been together maybe for 20 years, but they still seem to genuinely like each other. They genuinely get a kick out of each other. You can tell there's a tremendous amount of mutual respect. They're best friends, but they also seem to still have that romantic sexual element as well. They seem to be good role models. And as many of you probably know, I think you can often get the best relationship advice, not from people on YouTube like me or not experts or anything like that, but from ordinary couples who've clearly got a good thing going, who've clearly found a way to make it work. So obviously one of my favorite topics of conversation with couples when it's clear they've got a good thing going is how do you keep that going? What makes your relationship work? What drew you together and what keeps you together over the long term? So I was asking my friend these questions and she came up with one of the best answers that, that I've ever heard to that question of how to stay together. And it sounds kind of strange and counterintuitive, but I think it's actually quite profound. She told me that she wakes up every morning, looks over across her pillow at her partner sleeping peacefully. And she says to herself, yes, you are the problem I want to have today. And of course, the problem in this phrase, in this scenario, is her partner. Now, some of the hardcore romantics or idealists out there might look at that and say, you know, that's terrible. Your partner's not a problem. You should praise them and you should always think so highly of them and... That's not romantic at all. And to my mind, this is extremely romantic. And there's something very moving and touching to me about that statement. Because by saying this, by acknowledging that her partner is a problem, she's acknowledging that anyone she chooses is going to be a problem. She's acknowledging that I'm loving this person with my whole heart, not in spite of the fact that they have certain issues or certain problems or there's certain annoying things involved about being with them, but in some ways because of it. I'm choosing to have these problems voluntarily because I love this person so much, and these problems are part and parcel of this person who I love so much. She's not idealizing him. She's not thinking that he's perfect. She's not holding him up to this unrealistic standard. And she's not loving him halfway. By that I mean she's not loving him, you know, for all his good qualities and that's it. She's loving all of the complexities and, and good things and bad things and everything in between. She's loving the total package 
of what makes her partner unique and special. And to me, that is love. Love does not involve loving someone halfway. True love does not involve loving someone's good qualities and acting like the bad qualities aren't there. True love is loving someone fully. True love is realizing that anyone you choose to love is going to have serious challenges, serious problems, serious issues. Everyone, because we're human beings. We're all imperfect, thank God. And I love the way my friend put this because, again, there's a lot of ideas and there's a lot packed into that simple statement. You are the problem I choose to have today. It's about voluntarily facing the day-to-day -day challenges involved in being with this person or being with any person. The day-to-day -day challenges involved in entering into and preserving a long-term relationship. This, I think, is a crucial part of how to stay together over the long term. Not how to get together, but how to stay together. It's about realizing your partner is not perfect, and at the same time realizing that perfection does not exist, period. Looking for perfection in anyone is a complete waste of time because it doesn't exist. Anyone who's in a long-term relationship over an extended period of time, and we're talking 5, 10, 20 plus years, you're always going to have bad times. Doesn't matter who you're with, you're going to have challenging moments. You're going to have moments when one or both parties want to leave. And you're probably going to have moments when you go fantasizing about someone else, or maybe idealizing some new, you know, borderline love interest who you meet. You go into your fantasy life, and on some level, maybe you're thinking that some other person is going to be perfect, and you know, they're going to be, have no problems, and you could have a much better relationship with someone else. And certainly it's true sometimes that moving on is the right choice. However, I think more often than not, it's a better course of action, and it's a better perspective to take on to say to yourself, this person is a problem, I'm a problem, anyone I choose, if I stay with them long enough, will become somewhat of a problem. There's going to be issues that come up. Perfection does not exist. You've probably heard the phrase, the honeymoon period, right? There's this narrative out there in the culture that you get together with someone and after a year and a half or maybe two years or something, the honeymoon period wears off and that's when people's real issues start to come up. That's when couples start to break up. That's when people realize that this person has all kinds of issues that, you know, they had no idea were there. There's all these problems. A lot of couples break up after the initial euphoria of the honeymoon phase wears off. But if you enter into any relationship, I really believe this, if you enter into any relationship, assuming ahead of time that there's going to be problems and issues, probably sooner than I think, this person is not perfect. Even though I've got all this hormonal charge and I'm so filled with love and affection and attraction for this person and I'm just, they're, they're just wonderful and the sex is amazing and they smell so nice and they make these good jokes and, you know, we're kind of idealizing that person to some extent. But if we enter into any relationship with the acknowledgement that this person is imperfect, just like me, if we don't idealize people, I think it gives us a better chance to stay together because there's a lower risk of being terribly disappointed over the long term. I think a lot of people who become terribly disappointed by their partner at some stage later on in the game, maybe if they're honest with themselves and they check in, to some extent, perhaps they missed the red flags early on, number one, but number two, maybe they were idealizing that person to a dangerous extent, rather than realizing right from the get-go that I am going to face challenges, I am gonna have problems with this person, but I'd face challenges and problems no matter who I bring into my life on a long-term basis. I think that's a big part of staying together. Realizing that your partner is a problem, but at the same time realizing that you're a problem. Realizing that no one is perfect. And many of the challenges you are facing with your partner, you would face at some point regardless of who you're dating or who you're in a long-term relationship or marriage with.
Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.